Welcome to the Table of Perspective, where we understand that one matter at hand can be viewed through multiple perspectives. Today we will be discussing a very interesting topic. With me is Ashley and the amazing Danielle. Introduce yourselves. I'm back. Oh my word. Again. <laughs> She's in a very jolly mood today. I'm very another upbeat. Show with you guys. It's good and to see my you. name is Ashley. Of Start course. of the year of Perfect. We start the year. Okay. Hi, guys. <laughs> how, yeah. how is everyone? Um, What's the general consensus? We've, we're in 2022. How's it, how's it feeling? Well, I mean, it's only been like a week. So. For me, it's okay. That doesn't sound very too optimistic. No. Like, so far, so good. Like, you know. We can make of it. I, I'm as, still as trying as to keep up with my resolutions. You know, in life, you never keep up with your New Year's resolutions. But like, I, I, I don't know about that. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm back at varsity. So yay, fun times. All right. So our topic today is discussing books with Danielle, yes. different yes. genres, and understanding <gasps> them. Yes. All right. So we're gonna jump into our first song, and then we'll continue. Oh, 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 
we are continuing. continuing. So, <laughs> you guys must have such fun trying to coordinate that. I don't know. No, it's natural. Um, yeah. it, it, we, it, 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 like, it flows. It's like a flow. It's just, yeah. you know, <laughs> connection, you know. So, here's Telepathic. the thing. Here's the thing, right? Yes. Daniel is an avid reader. Yes. Mm. I happen to read avidly as well. Yes. And Ashley is not is so much of a reader. <laughs> but I we're do going read? to get her to, to read. We're going to do no, this. No, reading is... No, it's you see, come, come I, I tell read. you my problem now. Like, with reading, I don't mind reading. Like, if a book is interesting, I would want to read it. The problem is finishing the book. I have wet pad where I read on, like, okay, you know, these no, things. Those are um, not I have e-books. Books, yeah. I have e-books. I have Google Play books and all that. And, like, I have books that I've downloaded and I'm like, I'm going to read when I give myself time. So what do you think, Danielle? We're going to hold her accountable. Yes, we're going to do it. Oh, so that must be my year's resolution for me to start reading books. There oh we go. Gosh. Instead of you watching so many to, series. I mean, you don't have to read a hundred this no, year. I'm you not could start that. with five. Yep. Yeah, but you see, the thing is, I really don't mind reading books. It's just finishing the whole Find books library. that are really helpful, that you actually, you can apply as you go. Then you, then you actually need to continue it because then it feels like, you know, there's see, something that you... I just want to know how the story ends. I get very attached Okay, so that's this is where we're going into. You, you see, that's the thing. I I want to know how the story ends, but now it's just finding the time to actually continue and finding how the story. Ten pages a night. The book exactly. has an actual movie. I'll Ten pages a night. I'll watch the movie, I, but I know the thing is that the book and the movie is not the same thing because the book goes into like proper proper detail, and yeah. the movie is just like. Well, you know, I mean. I didn't get a lot of time to read when I was in high school because obviously time is a concern. But when I got into varsity, I had much more time and I got my wisdom teeth out. Yay. And I was in bed and I picked up a book. And well, here I am today with... If I don't have a current read, like a current book, then I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I'm very (laughs) lost. I'm always walking around with a book. I wish I was like that. But for me right now, even if I don't have a book, it's like... "Eh." Oh well, yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> okay, so the main direction of of this podcast is we're going to be finding different perspectives on genres of books. Yes. So Danielle, as far as my knowledge uh, is is knowledgeable, um, <laughs> <laughs> she is a lover of fiction. Ashley, what is your 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 main genre? Uh, science fiction. Science fiction. Um and um romance. Oh no! Uh, wow. And you also hate romance books. Why? Yeah. Because they create false expectations of what relationships are supposed no, to look it's like. No, I'm not reading for like an expectation of what I want in a relationship. Yeah, but you're I know it's, right. it's, it's a subconscious thing. Yeah. Oh my god. No, it, it is a subconscious thing. But anyway, yeah. I I'm is. very into like high fantasy and high mush- fantasy. So yeah. you like mushroom on mushrooms. No, when you get you read diff- it. no, no, no. You get different <laughs> types of fantasy. So you get urban fantasy, high fantasy. Please it's just those fantasies. So for example, urban fantasy would be something that takes place in our world but yeah. it's with like mythological creatures so if you were in new york but there were dragons if that makes <laughs> sense but high fantasy it's a completely different world like yeah. a made-up world like a realm that is non-existent alice in the wonderland those type of fantasies yeah that would be wonderland is a high fantasy magic oh, system because okay. it's completely fantasies made are up. nice you know like they they just 
bring out your imagination like up like in fact for me what fantasies do is like i wish i had that i wish i could do, i wish like it it makes me curious like if yeah if there's those type of things out there yeah. like fantasy okay you even look in the mirror like i'm not going to wonder like Wow. No fantasy. I love the creative side of it. I like to see what people can come up with mm-hmm. and the stories. If the author is able to create a plot line that has me hooked, then mm. that is what I really enjoy. And then a good mystery. Ah, Give yes. me obviously. a good mystery. Obviously, I run obviously. The, the crime show. Ah. So, <laughs> it, it me. If you're not, you'd she, be a hypocrite. It's funny yeah. how you you you. you well, like you should crime, you should you hate Nolene. Nolene doesn't know didn't know who Agatha Christie was until oh, I suggested oh. her for the show. I mean, I guess it, it depends I how you found out. Yeah. I won't lie to you. Uh-huh. I'm Nolene's. I'm Nolene. Me and you are together like this. But now, and you know, I also don't mind historical fiction. But that again, mm. that's because I'm studying history. history. Yeah. As you discussed on the previous podcast mm-hmm. that Daniel was on. Yeah, so um, I would like to ask, yes. right, after we state our quote, uh, I'd first like to, to state the quote by C.S. Lewis. Yes. Um, and C.S. Lewis, I am a huge fan oh, of. Me too. Um, he was an atheist and then, uh, I mean, this is sideline. He, he was an atheist and then he became a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is the author of the Chronicles of Narnia. Funny story, I didn't know that. When I ha- uh, first what? purchased... Just wait. Yeah, I know it's sacrilege, but <laughs> I purchased a book called The Romantic Rationalist. Okay. Yeah. Now, this is authored by John Piper and David Matisse. They basically talked about his whole like kind of life, as in um, his theological uh, viewpoints and all these kinds mm-hmm. of things. And then one of my co-workers pointed out, that's C.S. Lewis. Isn't he the, the, the author of the Chronicles of Narnia? And I was like, no, I had no idea what so i found out about his um theological uh, perspective before i found out oh, about wow. Chronicles of Narnia. so when i watched the movies again it was this complete mu- like mind shifting no, perspective it is um my gran gifted me a book it's like i think it's called into the wardrobe and it's kind of that thing of where where C- what c.s lewis was trying to do in the books and oh, wow. his mindset when writing and what he wanted to achieve by telling the story and when you you may borrow it (laughs) i I, I, I will bring it for you thank you um and that you really get a different perspective of the movies and the novels once you know and how much it relates back to like christianity it's amazing because the first time you read it you're kind of like oh this is a nice story i want to go to narnia yeah and then you read it and you're like this is actually it's amazing how well he could use fantasy to actually portray what's happened or happening with christian yeah. faith it's a, it's, a, it's incredible the quote that, that i'll be stating by c.s lewis yes. is look for christ and you will find him and with him everything else and i find that that's such uh, an amazing thing because oftentimes uh, there, there's also another quote that he says um and it's it's beautiful he says if there is nothing in this world that i uh, that t- satisfies me it is because i was made for an, a world that is not this oh wow and so it goes back to this thing of he's able to i feel like we should have just called this podcast about c.s lewis <laughs> <laughs> everything about him but um uh it's like it goes back to this thing of 
everything that he's he's written and and from authors themselves this is the kind of question mm. that i'm trying to put, um, ask or put forward is from the perspective of the author the way that they're writing things we often can interpret things just like art however we yes. see it we see life through the way that we are not by what it actually is mm. um so the kind of books that you're reading as well as ashley the the types of books that she's enjoying what is your reasoning behind why you enjoy it so much i know that you said that you know you like to explore these worlds that are not real so i think with the fantasy books specifically it's kind of like an escape okay if that makes sense i mean life can get pretty hard and you know not great and not fun and I mean, I specifically started reading during lockdown where we were all alone and things like Mm -hmm. that. And I picked up fantasy because it was a place where, and it's kind of like, you you can experience it for yourself. Mm -hmm. And so in in a time where I didn't get to have adventures of my own, if it makes sense, I could have them through a book. And I think... Yeah, that's that's what it means. When I'm having a bad day, I pick up the book because I just want to... Like, I, I don't have to focus on anything else. Yeah. I can focus on the story. And, I mean, obviously, I, authors do write with the intent of putting a message across, whether sure. Christian or non-Christian. Every author does... Everything written in history, non-fiction, fiction, any book written, any piece of paper written has always got an intent. Yeah. Mm. So, definitely, I mean, that is also why you have to be careful what you read because you yeah. can be reading quite... The author's intention might be quite destructive. Yeah. destructive. Yeah. Sure. But yeah, I think for me it's been escape, and then mysteries is because I I want to solve the puzzles. Want to? But it also that's teaches you skills. It teaches you skills. Yeah. Mm. That's and it actually, you know what? Another thing we did this in AP English. We studied this concept of the danger of a single story. Sure. And through the study of novels, you actually could see how it's it teaches you how then to actually take it into into life. Because I'll, I'll give you an example. We we studied The Handmaid's Tale. Don't read that book, please. Don't. I was forced <laughs> to read it. It was a nightmare and a half. What's it was the name of it? The Handmaid's Tale. It's disgusting. Don't. It's very. Awful. Awful. Um, But the whole thing was to point out how, because the government was so controlling over the society, like they'd even removed words from the dictionary. Because if you don't know the word rebellion, how do you throw a rebellion? Yes. So just as you were saying about like the perspective of of the authors and you said about the one Mm. story, uh, like with the fact that there is a person that can sit and create a world in a book. Oh, I think it's incredible. Mm, It is is incredible. But also the thing is like, you, I, I also do this with quotes. Is I do like a background check on the person before I read the book, no, so that 100%. I can see through the way they're writing it, and it actually changes your whole view on it. Because there was a book that I read called the the Fountain of what the Fountain of Life. It was like mm. an adventure book, and I didn't know who the author was. Then I went and did like a background check and everything. So then you find out that usual things that you don't really put much weight and severity on, like let's say a fountain. For them, it means so much different. Like, so, it has so much more substance to there it. There is an author called, her name is Lee Bardugo, probably one of my, she's got one of my favorite series of all time. It's a duology called Six of Crows. Um, okay. It's about a heist, obviously, so <laughs> I'm right there. But I didn't know this when I first read the book. So I've read the series multiple times, and the first time I didn't know this, and then I googled the author, and okay. I saw she walked with a cane. Oh, wow. The and what? A cane. Like, because oh. she had, like, a problem with her legs or something. Oh. Okay. And the main, one of the main characters uses a cane. 
So the second time you read the book, you actually can feel how she feels, how sometimes it becomes such a burden for her and like how much she's limited. And then knowing what she actually wrote written from like experience made the character so much more real. Yeah. It was a I was blown away yeah. with how she was able to put that all. And I know she wrote another series called Shadow and Bone and the the one the girl f- ends up falling for the villain in the beginning when she doesn't know it's the villain. Yeah. And it's this constant <gasps> fight between should I actually go for him or not throughout the series. And oh. it actually is about her abusive relationship she had in the past. Oh, sure. And how this man never actually physically abused her, but the mind games he played on her. Like a narcissist. <sighs> and then the way she was able to portray that with the two characters, I was like... Magnificent. It's, it's just incredible. Yeah. It's like... That's what's nice about series, like for me, like series books, like series, series yeah, series. Like you get to grow with the character. Oh, I love and it. You get to love it. This is why I love watching series than movies. As long oh, as the movie has can... a series, like obviously like Marvel and stuff, yeah. like it has movies. But like what I like about it is that you grow with the yeah. character. Mm. You get to understand the character. If you want to hate the character, you can hate the character. I'm like, ah, I hate you. Strong word. You don't actually hate the character, but yeah. like you know, there are characters I hate. It's like how you actually, <laughs> at times you actually want to become the character. You're like you should have done that. Damn it! Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I so. also love it when you read a book and you so relate to the character. Exactly. Yeah. I read a book series the beginning of last year called the Throne of Glass series, and the main character Aiden. I promise you, I could. It's like I was reading myself. Oh wow! <laughs> I was like. Even I was reading it at the same time my cousin Abby was reading it. She goes, Daniel, this woman reminds me a lot of you. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. I see it. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> there was actually a, a book series. Um, just give me one second to find it. I was reading it with a friend. And the two characters, it was literally myself and, and my friend. Like, we were living the <laughs> lives of these kids. And it was so crazy. Now, obviously, it's uh, it's by George Eliot, the complete works of George Eliot. And I think it was called The the Mist on the Mill or The yeah, Frost I've heard on the of Mill, it, yes. Something like that. Um, and it was, it was crazy because now we did a background check on her as well. And it's like something happened to her and she married this man and then he like committed suicide uh, on their honeymoon. And <laughs> it's like... She, apparently he loved that's her so much crazy. that she that he, he needed to die. Yeah, um, that that's that's a lot. It it is a lot. But um you were saying that you like reading books because you can relate to the character. Funnily enough, some of my favorite books are not because I can necessarily relate to them, but rather I can experience their suffering so that I can apply yeah. it. That's what mm. I loved so much about Six of Crows. It's not a, So you get two types of books. You get a plot-driven book and you get a character-driven book. Mm-hmm. Six of Crows is very character-driven. You've got six main characters. You read from all six of their perspectives throughout the novel. Okay. Oh, that's cool. And basically, each one of them, they are the ones... Um, brother died the other one was uh taken into a like prostitution house and forced because she was stolen as a child the other one um got thrown in prison by the woman he loved like it's all these people who have got such traumatic experiences and watching them grow and how then they are able to overcome it i mean it also gives you a sense of hope that even in the darkest darkest, you Mm. can be in the situation if you've got people around you who mm. love you and work with you you can overcome basically mm. and that's what i loved about it it was just such these the one character he came from i mean he was 
basically the most he was a mobster in the book technically okay. um mm-hmm. and showing how he actually fell in love and how he changed and how he became more empathetic oh, wow. and i mean like continue being criminals that was the point of the book. Yeah. <laughs> but to, to just see how An for her criminal. yes for <laughs> her how much he he able to overcome like yeah. his fear of he had a fear of human skin mm. contact because when his brother died um him and his brother were like that his brother died of a, like a disease so they threw all the people with the disease into the ocean to float away mm. oh, wow. and they threw him Sounds in like as well yeah it was kind of like leprosy so they threw him in as well because he was lying next to his brother mm. uh, when the brother died and he woke up in the water oh, and had to dear. use his brother's body as a flotation device oh. but it was obviously swollen and yeah. so he just didn't like human skin but he like overcame that and he it was that's what i love it's also getting to see how People can grow. And often you can read something and be like, oh my word, that applies yeah. to me. And so, it's yeah. just... It's like um, my favorite book ever, uh, The Hiding Place by yes. Corrie Ten Boom. Um, and how she and her siblings suffered through being in Auschwitz. And um, seeing them as, you know, these people taking in the Jews. And it's like... Um, like you were saying, your reasoning of fictional reading is... It's almost like an escape. For me, it's as though, like... I need to see differently because yeah. what if I'm living like this we life need and different uh, perspectives yeah. and reading gives you those different perspectives. Yeah. Fiction, nonfiction, biographies, fantasy, sci-fi, you're always going to then see things from different people's points of views. Yeah. And that's why also I love books with multiple perspectives where yes. I'm getting different characters' perspectives on the same event because mm. then you can actually be like, okay, I would have done it this way like this character, yeah. but it's more other successful people the other way, yeah. are not thinking the way I'm thinking, yeah. which then also makes me more conscious when I'm in an actual situation that Precisely. I know I'm not. Not everyone is going to handle things like I do. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. You always have to take that into account in real life. Yeah, sure, yeah. It definitely humbles me when I yeah. when I read those kinds of stories because I haven't personally endured those sufferings. Mm, yeah, but I can live as though I have, so that I can interact with people from that same point of humility and and, and empathy. Sure. So well. that, that that I mean, it's quite morbid because majority of the movies that I love, everyone dies. That's a, that's <laughs> yeah. a running it's a it's a running joke amongst um yeah that that they all die. But the thing is, it's it's a type of realism that that sobers your mind yeah it's very sobering yeah that's cool no yeah and i think i mean i also love it where you can get attached to characters and you can learn Mm. about them and you can watch them grow as and you can see their journey because i mean we ultimately are all on a journey yeah which kind of also shows that some days you you got there's a a quote in the one book the the girl just said well don't let the hard days win if the yeah. girl had given up, she would have lost her... Ki- okay, it's very fantasy, so she would have lost her kingdom. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> shame my I, I'm not, I'm not going to lose a throne if I, yeah. if I, if I don't if yeah. I give up. But it, it's, it's that. And it also it, it gives you courage. Like, yeah. it's like, if she can do it, I can do I it. Can do it. Yeah, it's also sure. like what happened with Gandalf and uh, Bobo. When, um, was it? No, Frodo was carrying the ring during this mm. time and um, he was so drawn by the, the burden of it and Gandalf said that, like, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, yes. but he said something along the lines of, um, it is not that we have chosen this burden, but it is our choice what we'll yeah. do with the time that w- we have. 
So going forward with that, I, I mean, it's again, it's a very sobering concept. The fact that you cannot choose what we are enduring, mm-hmm. but we can choose, choose how we're responding yeah, to it. Yeah. There was a funny thing I saw a meme once. Someone put their um, alarm, but what they'd written was, "If Katniss can survive the Hunger Games, you can get up." I wow! Was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, "This is the yeah. type of life I'm living. I can do it. Now. I can do it as well. I can get out of bed." Okay. I also love re- I'm pro- I, I mean I, I don't mind like romance in my fantasy books I don't like romance books as I said at the beginning but I love reading about friendships mm. okay. I love that wholesome things of when you can watch people come together and how unity together they can overcome whatever mm. problem yeah. the book they- I love that type of thing watching friendships blossom in books yeah. I find it so wholesome it just makes me so happy <laughs> No, it's true. It also teaches you how to be a better friend. Yeah. Where yeah. there are certain characteristics about people that you appreciate, then you are able to apply it yeah. to, to your own friendships. And I mean, just the whole creativity side of, of reading, I mean. Yeah. Do you think about, I mean, there's books which have actually written languages that you can learn. Elvish. <laughs> you know, um... So that same book, Shadow and Bone, they actually, there's the author owns a copy of the book that's in the, the language that she created for oh, the wow. book. Are you serious? Yeah. What, like what a, is the actual language? So the, the language is based on Russian, but okay. it's called Ravkian. Because I loved what she did. Every place in her book stemmed from somewhere real. Mm. So Ravka was Russia. Then there was like Shuhan, which was like China. And then oh, there okay. was Ketodam, which was like Netherlands mm. mixed with Vegas. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it was brilliant the way she did it. And you the book is actually, I mean, I know also on du- Duolingo, mm. you can learn one of the languages from Game of Thrones. Oh, my to word. To speak oh. it fluently. Oh, my word. Like, oh, who, I love the creative side of that. Who like, are you going to find to speak to? Be like, exactly. like an internet listen, search. listen, there are some nerds out there. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. But I love that creative side. I love how the author has put all of this together and made this world and made the story. I think it's amazing. And how sometimes, like, like Lee Bardugo did, how she drew on real life things but then created this whole new world and i think often people do draw on real life experiences mm, and of course yeah real life situations but then to like see it in a new light mm. and be creative with it and have fun with it i think it's it just it makes me happy yeah <laughs> but even as as um danielle and i were talking about earlier the fact that a lot of the disastrous monstrous creatures from books have been referenced from the revelations yep and from you the can bible find itself. it oh, in yeah, the bible yeah, we were speaking about true. there's this uh, mythology or idea called lovecraftian yeah which um centers around like these underwater monsters and things like that but what they're speaking about is the leviathan which is yes. in the bible yeah yes, it's in I, the bible because you know, there was a song that i was listening to um, it it was called Leviathan, I think, and I was like, "What the hell is it's that?" It's a huge like. And then sea I searched monster. it, and I was like, "Oh, it's a sea monster." Okay. Josh Carroll hey. actually has a song called Leviathan. I don't know if you heard I, it. I, no, I have. I heard it from this um this uh, artist in 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 America, this American rapper G Easy. So I oh, heard okay. it from him from one of his albums. So I was like, "What is it?" Yeah, but I mean, I just know. even think about it. Dragons, all of that. I mean, yeah. dragon is there's the dragons are re- referenced in Revelation. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. all. There might not be what is being portrayed in, but I, I mean, even if someone's Bueller was saying that, I mean, in movies and books and stuff like that, angels are um, portrayed very differently to what yeah. angels really are, and it's, the, and it's the same thing. Yeah. We dragons to us might be the fire breathing wing things yeah. we see on TV, but yeah. that might not necessarily exactly. actually be it's what just someone else's imagination. The, exactly, they're yeah. like, Oh, I think this is how a dragon looks exactly. like. Exactly, yeah. someone had to sit there and be like, Oh. 
that's what we think it looks yeah. like. And yeah. I was telling her about a book. It's called Piercing the Darkness. And there's a second one called The Present Darkness, where you read from three different perspectives. You read from the perspectives of demons. You read from the perspective of angels. And then you read from the perspective of humans. And it's all the same story. Sure. But it's incredible also because... What's, it? what's the name again? Piercing the Darkness. Piercing the Darkness. Mm-hmm. And, but it's really cool because you read like the situation, what's happening in like like the natural mm. and then you read about the same situation of what's happening in, in the spiritual. in the spiritual and i think that sometimes we forget i think yeah. that, that's it woke also me one up. of like my favorite it types woke of me up I, wo- I, I was reading that book i was like oh my goodness i'll never think of the same thing like yeah like, like you you think differently like for me also this book he came to set the captives free that book um i forgot oh by dr brown yeah i was like rebecca Dr. Rebecca Brown. Like that book, it's so it opened my eyes like spiritually because obviously um most of the times what we see in the yeah, natural you wonder what's happening in this person's yeah. head. You're like, what are you doing? Why are you acting like this? But like spiritually because she had to like legit fight with Satan himself. I mean there's also like, Wendy Alex books, yeah. the Chronicles of the Brothers, where it's, it starts off with the fall of Lucifer and it moves through the Bible and yeah. tells mm-hmm. what was happening in the spiritual realm. I mean that's also incredible yeah. to think about. Has something similar to that. Francine Rivers has, um, she's also got a series called The Mark of the Lion. Something like that. Yeah. Even I haven't read them, but my mom always raves about them. She, oh. she has, she was probably, I think, her favorite series. She read them all the time. Reread oh, wow. them all the time. No, I'm serious. It's like, you know when you can see a book is well mm. used? Yeah. <laughs> but um, I just, I think, because, I mean, especially with, like, movies and TV shows, like, I'll, I think sometimes I'll perspective of the spiritual can be yeah. distorted from what it actually yeah, is true and i mean it's it's a wake-up call when you do read books like that and you're like no, definitely. whoa yeah this so is what's happening we're gonna go into a second song and then we'll bring it to a close yeah so enjoy, enjoy. Wow, wow, wow. 
we are continuing and closing and closing at the same time. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we have to close, but unfortunately, you know, yeah, we'd be here forever, really. If we we really would, honestly. We'd be five but hours late, you'd still be listening to yeah. us talking. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, it's also interesting. Uh, there's a book called Screwtape Letters, I think, and it's a similar perspective of that book that uh, Danielle mentioned about uh, piercing the darkness. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a demon that was summoned by Satan to go and narrate someone's life, mm. kind of thing. So you're seeing your life and then what's oh, actually happening. Oh, I need happening, to read this book. It's literally like um, the screw tape, I think. I haven't read it, but I've heard a lot and I've, I've read reviews on it. Yes. Mm. Um, basically, he's like narrating things about your life and mm. making things happen in your life. And you only responding to it from the physical, sure. but you, you're not actually seeing what happens. That's what it yeah. showed in Piercing the Darkness. Yeah. There was one scene where the pastor finds this drug addicted kid and mm. then it shifts to the perspective of the angels and demons and yeah. you see how this demon has his claws in this child's brain and oh. the addiction is this demon that's yeah. latched onto him mm. and you sit there and you're like I'm never thinking I like you every thought every after that I thought every thought I'm having what's being put in there what's yeah. being fed to me it's it's an incredible yeah. it's very eye-opening yeah um and it but references to the, the fact that we war not against flesh and blood, but yeah. against powers and principalities mm. of darkness. Mm. That's our, our daily thing. But coming as a, as a whole, books in general, what, what's your takeaway? Do you encourage the people to read the I books? I do encourage people to read books. I do encourage, though, if you're going to go into fiction and fantasy, you do have to be very careful. Yeah. Because um, a lot at the moment, I'm very big on, like, book instagram and stuff like that okay. and a lot of people are pushing stuff i have this thing if i they have this thing like if you like mystery read x y and z and okay. if you like romance they have the thing about if you want to read lgbt read x y i always okay. take those books names down so i know not to read them if yeah. you name. so always be careful because they're pushing that they're pushing um sex in books and they're pushing like swearing like you will not believe yeah. Yeah. especially in adult books yeah so I mean, just do your homework. I always Google a book before I read it, what values are in it, if there's yeah. going to mm. be scenes that I shouldn't be reading. Because I mean, you don't want to fill your mind with yeah, that Yeah, you're spending stuff. many hours with yeah. this book. You're spending many hours. You don't want to be reading stuff that's going to affect your character and True. do Precisely. damage to who you are as a person. So yeah. go read. I mean, I know not everyone's a reader. My brother's never finished a novel in his life. That's <laughs> fine. If you're not a reader, you're not a reader. But... If you ever need time to waste, yeah. pick up a book. You might and enjoy it. Start small. Like start just small. at least 10 pages a day it's or five. Ten, ten, and you don't even need to pick up the monstrous 900 pages books. You can Precisely. start with the small ones. There's yeah. very good books out there. But yeah, I started read. with the small. I started with High School Musical, so it's fine. High School Musical, musical books. Has a book. Yeah. What? Oh, my word. Um, Wizard in the Waverly Place has a book. You know what? You'd be surprised how many things actually come from books. Mm. Yeah, you're like right. Like a lot of the... Lot of the Times you get series. movies and series, they've yeah. come. If you ask me, books work better. Fantasy books work better into series than movies. That's my own humble opinion. <laughs> oh wow! Um, no, because you get more screen time. You know, you're right. Actually, mm-hmm. I, I like I recently watched um, the Hobbit and all of the, the Lord of the Rings, like starting from the beginning. Yeah. And so I first listened to the audio book, then I watched the movie, and vice versa. Uh, well, not vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, and um, it was interesting because there were certain characters that were not in the movie. And there were certain were parts the of the book. movie that um, were made as a different script. Yeah. So, like, the creativity of the producer added into that. So, it's like you're able to, to see both. I mean, it's never they're never going to please readers. Readers are so fussy when it comes to adaptations. Because we have so much more I description know, in the I book. I know, I know. But I think, yeah, guys, if you need something to do, pick up a book, read. 
And I agree. We've given you lots of good examples. Yeah. <laughs> and then the important thing is to find uh, um, books that you enjoy. Yeah. So I find it quite difficult to just I, read fantasy, to be honest. Well, I always, I always say you always read to the first hundred pages because you can't judge a book unless you've got a hundred pages in. That's a good point. Sure, that is a good point. I will look at things differently now. Because yeah. <laughs> there was a book that I, I hated reading. It was a fantasy book, but I, I probably read it three times. <laughs> like I read it three times because I got to page fifty and then I was like, oh, no, you never, you never. Uh, um, they call it in the book community DNF, which is do not finish, did not finish. You oh wow! You don't DNF a book. Well, my rule is I don't DNF a book unless I've got a hundred pages in. Okay, that is interesting. And you'll find normally by hundred pages it picks up mm. because yeah. the first hundred pages is setting out your story. That's also true. I mean, when you're an author, I think it would make a big difference if you were to understand, like, how books are... Maybe we should research how books are, are structured so that we yeah. can no, understand it's very it interesting, especially, for example, like, mystery books. You won't get mystery books longer than 350 pages. You can't keep suspense that long. That's mm. true. Suspense thrillers are always shorter. Fantasies, they can go on for 900 pages, and people That's are true. happy because it's the type of book you yeah. get. So, obviously, there's different structures and different ways to write and read books. But, yeah. I mean, again, you need to find what you, what you enjoy, read different genres. Genres. I mean, I I give different genres a chance. If I like it, I like it. If yeah. I don't, I don't. It's fine. And like I said, if you pick up a book and you hated it, you know what? That's also okay. And do a background check on the author. Otherwise, you'll mm-hmm. find out that they committed suicide over mm-hmm. silly things. And perhaps yeah, you know, it has. Some you can then learn a lot more. Yeah, from reading. But and another. Nice. That is. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Enjoyable I'll be back. You know, I will. I'm coming. I love being here. So oh. <laughs> you see, guys, you see what the table of perspective does. No like, shame. You Brings always want in. to come back. You know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just yes. Anyways, it was an honor to speak to all of you. All I right. hope that the listeners enjoyed it and that you're inspired somehow. I'm inspired to go and read books now. Yay, we've done yes, it. we've done it, Bula. <laughs> that was the aim of the I'm game. Gonna, I'm going to hold her accountable for it as well. We're doing it. <laughs> okay. We're holding her accountable. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. Um, catch us on our Instagram page, The Table of Perspective. Catch Active FM on all three media platforms. <laughs> yes. Active FM, triple seven. And we'll catch you guys again next week, Tuesday. Same time, same place. Peace out. Active FM is everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Gab, and so much more. See all the fun posts, get involved in the interesting discussions. Voice your opinions and get the updates by following us on social media.